From TLDR News, this is your daily briefing for Tuesday the 21st of February 2023. Good afternoon. In today's Spotlight story, we run through Putin's speech about the situation in Ukraine. This isn't the only thing happening in the world though, so we'll run through three of today's other important stories. And in our exclusive Nebula section, I sit down with Rory and discuss the SNP's leadership election. But first, what did Putin discuss in his speech? Russian President Vladimir Putin delivered a major speech in Moscow today, ahead of the one-year anniversary of Russia's invasion of Ukraine. In it, Putin unsurprisingly raged against the West and Ukraine, both of whom he blamed for the war. Putin said the people of Ukraine have become the hostages of the Kiev regime and its Western overlords, who have effectively occupied this country in the political, military and economic sense. He went on, they intend to transform a local conflict into a phase of global confrontation. This is exactly how we understand it all, and we will react accordingly, because in this case, we are talking about the existence of our country. Putin also claimed that it was Russia's responsibility to liquidate the neo-Nazi regime in Kyiv. Ukraine said the speech showed that Russia had arrived at a dead end, and the United States described it as an absurdity. US National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan said nobody is attacking Russia. There's a kind of absurdity in the notion that Russia was under some form of military threat from Ukraine or anyone else. Much of the Putin speech was made up of the kind of things he's been claiming for a while, but one thing that was notable was that he announced that Russia would suspend its participation in the New START treaty, the only remaining arms control agreement between the US and Russia. Russia won't withdraw fully, Putin said, but the suspension means that he won't allow any inspection of the Russian nuclear arsenal by NATO countries. Talking about the US, Putin said our relations have degraded and that's completely and utterly the US's fault. US President Joe Biden is set to deliver his own speech in Poland today, where he'll lay out his own view of the war in Ukraine. He's expected to speak of the war as a battle for democracy, a battle that Ukraine can and must win. We also now know some more background on Joe Biden's surprise visit to Kyiv yesterday. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan said that Washington gave details to Moscow ahead of Biden's trip to Ukraine, including what we are doing, why we are doing it, and on what timetable, and so on. With the obvious goal of avoiding an accidental catastrophic escalation, Russia apparently did not respond other than by acknowledging receipt of the information. Okay, so that's the main story for today, but there's a lot more going on around the world, so here's a rundown of three other stories. Japan is considering raising the age of consent from 13 to 16 as part of a wider proposed overhaul of the country's laws on sex crimes. Japan has the lowest age of consent in the G7 at 13, compared to 14 in Germany and Italy, 15 in France and 16 in the UK. The proposed overhaul, made by a panel of the Japanese Justice Ministry, would also expand the definition of rape and expand the statute of limitations from 10 to 15 years. To secure a prosecution of rape under the current law, prosecutors must prove that the perpetrator used violence and intimidation, and that it was impossible to resist. The Justice Ministry panel has not proposed changing this wording, but wants to add factors like psychological control, intoxication, drugging and being caught off guard. 
Japan faced widespread demonstrations in 2019 after a number of sex offence acquittals caused public outcry. There's more on the way, but be sure to subscribe and ring the bell to make the daily briefing part of your daily routine. Or just search for us on your podcast app to listen along. Yesterday, Turkey was hit with another devastating earthquake. With a magnitude of 6.4, the earthquake hit the Turkey-Syria border, killing around 200. This was followed up with a 5.8 magnitude earthquake. This comes at a particularly bad time for the countries, which suffered another earthquake with a magnitude of 7.8 only two weeks ago. This killed more than 45,000 people. Turkey's disaster management agency claimed the earthquake was centred around the town of Defne. Turkish authorities have also claimed that the quake was felt in Jordan, Israel and Egypt. As of today, search and rescue operations are taking place in three collapsed buildings, which officials believe still have people trapped inside. In Syria, the White Helmets, the civil defence organisation, reported more than 130 injuries, mainly sustained from falling debris and collapsing buildings. According to the Australian Security Agency, Australian officials have uncovered a major spy network. Mike Burgess, the head of the Australian Security Intelligence Organisation, declared that his agency has been taking a more aggressive counter-espionage posture. Burgess claimed that in the last 12 months, his agency has managed to detect the nest of spies that was bigger and more dangerous than the nest of spies that he spoke of that were operating in 2020. In essence, this nest was a group of spies from an unnamed country working to steal sensitive information and carry out other malicious activities. Burgess went on to say that one of the reasons he was disclosing information about this spy hive was that, as we progress AUKUS, it's critical that our allies know that we can keep our secrets. In the final uplifting story today, we discuss a fat cat. A black and white cat named Gatsek has become the top-rated tourist attraction in Zuchin in Poland. On Google Maps, he has a perfect five-star rating, with one visitor saying that the feline didn't pay any attention to me, which made the experience fully wholesome. If I could have dinner with anyone in the world, I would fly again in an instant to feed him. Gatsek became famous in 2020 following his appearance in a YouTube documentary. Soon after, people from Germany came to visit him in Poland. Unfortunately for Gatsek, though, despite his fame, a local animal shelter has urged visitors not to feed him. That's all we have time for on YouTube today, but if you want to see our discussion of the SNP leadership election, then watch the extended ad-free edition of The Daily Briefing over on Nebula. That's the streaming service we're building with a bunch of our creator friends, many of whom you're likely to be already watching. That means that by signing up, you not only get an extended ad-free daily briefing every single day, you also get to watch exclusive and ad-free videos from the best educational creators on YouTube. That's things like Real Life Law's incredible Modern Conflicts, which breaks down contemporary disputes around the world, Neo's Underexposure, which beautifully dives into complex and shadowy topics you've always wanted to know more about, or Extremities from Wendover Productions, which uncovers some of the world's most remote places. All of these are only available on Nebula, just like our extended daily briefings and a whole bunch of other exclusive TLDR content which never comes to YouTube. If you want to sign up, use the link in the description so that they know you came through us. That helps us out a whole lot, as does watching on Nebula more generally. So thanks for signing up and we'll see you on Nebula.